Hey, it is Mark Z. It is the Mark Z Marketing Podcast. Today is Tuesday, September the 29th, 2020. And just like that, the month of September is coming to a close. This is Season 2, Episode 57. It's entitled Folklore and Fantasy and Why. So I was going to name this episode something else. In fact, I was going to call it something along the uh, lines of, um, uh, what was I going to call it? Oh, um, I was going to say uh, the honest truth. And if you ever notice, people will say weird things like that, which when you think about it, really doesn't make any sense. Because if you're not telling the honest truth, then you're telling a dishonest truth, which is more commonly known as a lie. So that was like, you know, something I thought of. And uh, I was just like, wow, you know, that's kind of just like a lie. And then, of course, you know, I always use Mizzy, which I hope a lot of you are using for your subject line opens. And I said, yeah, you know, that's not going to probably get it. And I'm like, well, okay, well, cool. Let me think of something else. So as I was thinking about it, uh, I, you know, after I said honest truth, I thought about honest Abe Lincoln. And then I was like wondering how much of that was really folklore and lies, because if you think about it and think about it hard, you know, we really do not know. I mean, history is is basically what people write down and, you know, tell everybody and they keep telling you everybody and it eventually ends up some of it gets lost and when some of that gets lost then it becomes more folklore than actual uh things so i just wonder if you know one day in the future you know 100 years from now so let's see lincoln was president back in the uh, civil war period the 1860s so that would be what 100 and what 50 years or so in the future I wonder if one day that they will say something as in effect of totally awesome Donald Trump, you know, because remember, as this whole folklore thing goes, Abe Lincoln was not the most honest person in the world. I don't think he was, you know, 100 percent the most honest person. But, you know, folklore, fantasy and all that, it ends up he becomes honest Abe. Um, the reason I'm also saying this is I just got done watching um, and that miniseries that came out, I believe, in 2008. Shows you how much TV I watch. I'm, I'm way behind. I watch John Adams. And as I was watching John Adams, a lot of the, a lot of the things that John Adams uh, did is probably lost in a whole shebang of folklore and fantasy. Because if you think about it, that was well over 250 years ago, I guess. Yeah, you know, and he was uh, actually the one that had to see the commission painting from the uh, the, uh, signing of the Declaration of Independence. And that's what got me to thinking about this whole topic, folklore and fantasy and why, is because he said that's not the way it happened. He goes, "All, all that whole... Uh, month of July of 1776, there you know they were at war already with the British, and so these guys were wanted men. You know John Adams, Thomas Jefferson, they were all wanted men. So they did not sit down at some table and they all gathered around a declaration, all pretty and happy to do it. No, they were sneaking in and out of Philadelphia the entire time, trying to get this Declaration of 
and, and they called it Declaration of Independency. Independency, not Declaration of Independence. They called it the Independency Declaration back then. So a lot of things are lost in history and never translated through. So that happens a lot. It happens a lot, not only in, in normal history, but probably in everyday life. You are probably all wondering, um, did that really happen? Did it not happen? So as we come upon this election season, in fact, today is September the 29th, like I already said at the top of this podcast, um, you basically are going to watch two men square off on a stage, or I don't know what they're doing, honestly. Um, I haven't really kept up with it, but I know that tonight is one of the first presidential debates. Now, during the president season, <clears throat> I do get a little bit um, – it, it's fun for me to watch. It's like uh, NFL football. It's all staged and rigged, of course. But um, you have to take a lot of it, you know, tongue-in-cheek and watch a lot of it, you know, with a – I don't want to say this, but – because people will think I'm just being a racist, but I'm not. Um, it's basically um, you have to watch this with a little bit of a slanted eye. And I don't mean that as a derogatory term, but watching this stuff, if you don't understand it and understand the fantasy and folklore they're setting up for you, then, you know, you won't get it and you'll take it too seriously. And, you know, after the election, you'll be jumping off the Empire State Building or something crazy like that. Now, if anybody jumps off the Empire State Building after the results of the election come out, it is not my fault. I'm going on record right now. I did not say jump off the Empire State Building. I did not say that. So just want to be clear, 100% clear about that. If you decide to take your own life and jump off the Empire State Building, I am not at fault. That, that's your own deal. But if you remember, maybe you don't, but 20-something years ago when uh, George Bush got elected the second time, um, people were jumping out windows and people were committing suicide. And it was just a crazy time to be alive. Now, I don't recommend anybody do that. I don't recommend you get so wrapped up in politics, which I know several people that are, that you cannot separate the folklore and the fantasy and the reason why this is all happening. If you cannot separate those those two, then please don't watch uh, election night returns. Uh, please keep your opinions to yourself. And in fact, just go to your nine to five every day and do your job and Forget about anything real, because if you decide to do something as crazy as deciding to jump out of a window after the election results come in, then it's pretty much on you. Nobody else told you to do that. You did it yourself. Now, with tonight's debates they have like debate watch parties here in the city of St. Louis. And if you know anything about big cities here in America, they are all pretty much pro Democrat. Um, they won't even consider a Republican, which is a sad thing because when it comes down to it, I absolutely abhor what the democratic party has done to the city of St. Louis. They've turned it into a killing zone, basically, a, a seriously shoot up Wild West killing zone is what they have done. The Democratic Party has done nothing for the city of St. Louis but rape the city of every 
dime they can get their hands on and have not done anything for the citizens. So with that being said, um, as we come around this election, I have a personal kind of vendetta against the uh, circuit attorney, um, one that goes by the name of Kim Gardner. She has not done me any favors, and she hasn't done a lot of victims of crime any favors. The reason being, and I'm going to go on record and say this, is she's kind of a closet reverse racist. Um, And I will say that, and I, I will say it to her face. I am going to tell you she is a closet reverse racist because everybody that has committed a crime in the city of St. Louis happens to be a black male. Well, you know what? If the black male did it, then maybe the black male should be incarcerated and not running the streets to commit another crime. But she doesn't see it that way. Her new, you know, I'm progressive agenda has her saying, well, you know what? That's, you know, I'm just going to protect my people. Well, your people are out there doing crimes. So the ones that are, you know, hardworking citizens of the United States of America in the city of St. Louis, I I don't care. You know, I am not a racist. You know, a man is a man. But when they're out, you know, being a criminal, and I'm talking about the meth guy in Jefferson County as well, the white guy with very little teeth, put him in jail too. I am not a racist. I am an anti-crime person. And, you know, she doesn't get it through her head. She won the uh, Democratic primary and she is expected to go on and win the circuit attorney's office here in November here in the city. Um, She is not worthy of holding that office because she has done absolutely nothing. Um, You know, case in point. 2017, you have two sets of fingerprints off of my vehicle that was cleaned that afternoon, wiped down. I had it detailed. And uh, yeah, solid fingerprints. Um, fingerprints don't come back that quickly. Um, usually they, they don't have a clear set. Um, two sets of fingerprints, a video, and yet the people they knew who committed the acts of violence against me were subsequently let go from uh being arrested. They were just let go. Like, you know, yeah, you guys are good, man. You know, Kim Gardner's a circuit attorney. She's not going to charge you boys. So get on out of here. That's pretty much what happened. And it has gone down again, yet again, with a uh, personal friend that I know, personal acquaintance, whatever you want to call him. Um, I won't mention the person's name because I don't have permission to na- you know, release his name, but he was also uh, had a gun put to his head in his own backyard when somebody was trying to steal his canoe or trying to put something under his kayak or some sort of deal, they were hiding weapons or whatever. And uh, in his backyard on his property um, years ago, you know, he could have, you know, pulled out a shotgun and blew him away, but he didn't see that coming because, you know, he's a nice friendly guy. So this still happens here and circuit Attorney Kim Gardner will not do a thing because these people were arrested and they walked that very same afternoon. That's the kind of laws we have here in the city of St. Louis. And it it is unfortunate because as season two, episode 57 goes for folklore and fan, I I keep trying to call it folklore, folklore and fantasy and why the reason why um, cities go, go to crap these days is usually the bigger cities in the United States of America. Most of them are run by the Democratic Party, which is supposedly the party of the people. 
Um, I no longer find it that. I find it the party of ignorance, the party of uh, how much more money can we tax you next, and the party of we won't even use your tax money because we're going to go on lavish vacations. Um, just look it up. Kim Gardner has been on several um, vacations, has been away on uh, money unaccounted for. Um, she's not the person I want to see back in office, but she probably will be. Now, there is a Republican running, and I did connect with the guy, but um, he does not. And this is one of the things I question about how, um, you know, this whole folklore and fantasy thing. The Republican Party isn't even trying to win any seats here in the city of St. Louis. They pretty much will not finance their candidates at all. And that is sad. That's sad because these people that are the Democrats that are not doing anything. Now, there's there's several Democrats that do things. I, I want to be clear. Um, I am not anti-Democrat. I'm anti-loser. Uh, Let's put it that way. I am anti-loser, lamer. You don't do your job. That is what I am anti. Um, even if I were to run for office one day, I'm not saying that I'm going to, but if I were, I would probably not run as a Democrat, nor would I run as a Republican. And I'm not Bernie Sanders. Let's just get that. I am not Bernie Sanders. I'm not a socialist. Not at all. I, I, I stand for law and order. I stand for the American way. And the American way is not being upheld in this city because what municipality in the United States of America has been under one um, party for years. Since 1948, th this city has not had a Democrat or a Republican mayor. That causes things to happen. Everybody's a fearing, a fearing, <laughs> I like that term. Everybody's fearing that Donald Trump's going to win the United States presidency a second time. And he probably will. He's probably going to win in a landslide. I'm going to go on record right now and say that. Um, there's just too much support for him. I'm sorry. Um, all you Democrats here in the city of St. Louis, you really need to get out of town, um, go out in the country a little bit. There is a big swelling of country folk that are going to go to the polls that don't care about COVID. They're not going to mail in their ballots and they will be sure their votes are counted. Um, there is a very, very, under, very big undercurrent of Trump people. And Donald Trump's an interesting guy. In fact, um, I may be a little jealous of the guy because, I mean, if I was hated as much as he supposedly hated, <laughs> there'd be no way I'd have a chance, Snowball's chance of winning anything. But apparently, you know, he, he is one of the most loved and hated people. But I guess when you get to that level of popularity in life, um, you get that afforded to you. So once again, season two, episode 57, Folklore and Fantasy and Why. Um Back to what I was saying real quick, the Republican Party is not going to be able to take over um, or at least get on common ground, which it should be. Um, it should be, you know, a few Republicans here, a few Democrats here as the aldermen and the mayor and everything. But it's not. It's 100 percent Democrat. And what you have there is a city dictatorship when it comes down to it. So don't be afeard. I like that term, afeard. Don't be afeard of Donald Trump winning the presidency because he probably will. There's nothing to fear because if you want to really fear something, fear an all Democratic Party running anything big because it's a cluster. And I'm not going to say the bad word because I keep this channel clean. OK, it is a cluster. And um, yeah, that that's pretty much it. Uh, you know, 
Tomorrow is September 30th, and then we have October 1st, quarter four. Let's look for that October surprise. If you don't know what October surprise is, Google it. It's coming. We'll see what happens. Tonight is September, or tonight, September 29th is the first presidential debate. Should be a fun one to see them square off. Yeah, one thing I don't get, I'm going to go on record and say this again. Why are we so in love with the 77-year-old guys running for president? Come on now. We can do better. America can do better. We should do better. We should not be putting these guys up. The 40-year-olds, the 35-year-olds should be running for office. The younger generation should be taken over. And I say this as, as an older person, but I don't like it that the 77-year-old grandpa is out there running for president. I hate it. I absolutely hate it. And the choices are terrible. Terrible. Because you won't let any other party except the two have any type of media time. All right, that's it um, for me. This has been season two, episode 57. Um, this episode was titled Folklore and Fantasy and Why. My name is Mark Z. You have been listening to the Mark Z Marketing Podcast. I will be back here again on Thursday. Have a great Tuesday. Make it a profitable one. Peace out.